Hey there, and welcome to the Two Mom Life podcast, a show for moms like us balancing it all and ready to live an inspired and full life. Everybody, welcome. I'm your host, Jody Fried, mom of four, Jewish community professional, and mother's empowerment coach. Motherhood is a journey, and on this podcast, inspired by Jewish thought, you will learn from other moms, receive practical advice, and loads of inspiration. Motherhood is messy and certainly not perfect. So here is to mom life, to finding your way, to finding perfect moments. Here is to you. What do you do when your child misbehaves? Not only when they misbehave, but when they really get out of control and it kind of makes you uncomfortable. Sometimes you're embarrassed. Sometimes you lose your cool. Sometimes you really just don't know what to do. In today's episode, I sit down with Rachel Wellfield, who walks us through some strategies for how to handle it, how to work with your children especially when they have behavioral challenges, when things are just tough. And I love, 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 and have started implementing some of the really simple tools and tips that Rachel offered in this episode. I'm not going to give it away, but I really encourage you to listen in and Take what feels good to you from this episode. Take what you can use because whether you have those angelic kids who are generally really, really well behaved and then sometimes misbehave, or whether you have children who are challenging, challenging behaviorally on a daily basis, I think that you will be able to connect with what Rachel says in this episode. And, you know, again, take the tips, take the tools that feel good to you. All right. Thanks for spending your time with us. And don't forget to share the podcast on social media or forward it in an email to your friends and help other moms on their journey in motherhood. Be well. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to share with you an opportunity for some of you who are looking for that next thing in your life and who have a dream, whether it's to connect and be more present with your children, whether it's to write a book, start a podcast, start a business, get a degree, whatever that dream, whatever that calling is that is telling you, I am made for more in Rachel Hollis's words. I am opening registration now for the Journeys Mentorship for Jewish Women. It's an eight-week program where you get hand-holding, you get support, you get accountability, you get a community of dedicated women who are with you every step of the way. You get private support with me and group coaching. Now, this is an opportunity for women who are ready to stand up for themselves, who are ready to take that next leap and who don't want to do it alone, who want to do it in a very supportive environment and also with the accountability so that you're not floundering, but you have me there with you, making sure and helping you on your path and helping you redirect when things go wrong. 
because they so often do. Now, Journey's mentorship is open for enrollment right now. All you need to do is go to loveadventuremom.com backslash journeys. The link is in the show notes. And I would love to have you or to talk with you more about it. If you are not sure if this is the program for you, sign up for a call with me. Or if you have a friend who you think this might be perfect for, forward them the info. Guys, I'm sharing this because I at one point was there. I was right there and the support I got was absolutely exactly what I need to propel me, not only in business, not only in terms of the goals that I had, also in terms of my own self-love and my own self-worth. And so I am here for you. I'm here for your friends. And I'm so, so, so fired up to start working with those of you who say yes. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Jewish Mama Masha. I'm so excited to be here today with Rachel Wellfield, who is an intimacy coach and an emotional wound healer. And she is a mentor of mine. And I just got so much inspiration from her when we met a couple of years ago. So I'm really thrilled to have her on with us today. And Rachel, I'm just going to turn it over to you for one minute to quickly introduce yourself and just tell everybody a little bit about you. Well, hi, Jody, and thank you for doing this. I think it's such an important thing to bring women together, mothers together, learn from each other and see from each other just to, we're not living communally like we used to, and we're really isolated. And I think a lot of us, we're really the worst mom. Sometimes I really do. I'm the worst mom. So I'm an intimacy coach. I'm really an emotional wound healer with a leaning towards intimacy and at-risk teens and (laughs) couples. And just healing in general, finding peace. I think this is a really important product in terms of Gaula as well, because I think that genuinely, genuinely begins at home in your own heart and with our spouse and with our children. And when we raise peaceful children, they go out into the world and they they bring peace. And we keep rippling outwards till we're really changing things and creating a happier, safer, more loving environment to live in. And that that's Gaula. So my two kind of passions really combined. Beautiful. And can you just define Gaula quickly? A lot of people know what that means, but some may not. So for me, I guess I can only define what it means for me, which is that it's a time and place in which God will shift things to something kinder, softer, better. I don't know what it means. Just that all the suffering that is here now is going to dissipate and we're going to get to live in something that's loving and kind. For me, that's as much as I can know about it. And I yearn for that time. And I think that we can create that in our homes, in our heart and, you know, with our children and with our spouse. Beautiful. So let's just dive in. And I know that you're excited to talk about something that is hard to talk about. And it's also something that a lot of us deal with. You, you know, just mentioned that we sometimes feel like we're terrible moms, you know, and and that is one of the values of bringing everyone together in this series. We're all struggling and we're all struggling with similar issues, some in different ways, some, you know, different than others. But on the whole, we're all here, we're all doing our part, and it's hard. You know, it's just not easy. So on that note, let's talk about behaviors in our kids and kind of how to address challenging behaviors. I know you have a lot of experience from your own life to draw on. So enlighten us. Tell us, what do you have to share about this? 
So I would say when addressing challenging behaviors, there's two things. There's addressing the child in their challenging behavior, and there's addressing myself in the moment of the challenging behavior. And to clarify for everyone out there, when I say addressing myself in the moment of the challenging behavior, I mean in the moments I succeed in doing it. There are the moments where I'm completely inappropriate and raise my voice and lose it and have it up to here and mess up. And I know I'm making things worse and I'm continuing a cycle. So I just want to say like, there's those moments too. And then there's the moments that I managed to craft it. So there's the tools I have for that. And then the tools that I like to use for addressing him and his behavior. So for myself, mostly in the moment, if I can get it, is to remember that The part of me that's getting angry is mine. It's really not about him. Mm. His job is to behave like this. That's literally his job in the world is to behave in all the meltdown ways he's behaving right now. And Hashem is, uh, he's being sent to me as a particular trigger to see who do I become in this moment of time in the face of this. And if I can think of it in terms of an actor, that Hashem sends actors, I'm going to tell a very brief story. So there was a Russian philosopher said his name eludes me and he used to hire a actor to come into his class and to be annoying that was the job of the actor and in the meantime he worked with the students in the class who were so annoyed by this other person he would try to show them that that person was triggering them they didn't know he was an actor and in the end when it became they always wanted it to be about the other person in the end when it became revealed he was an actor two things happened one the triggers became very apparent and the second was he lost all power to trigger you my mother-in-law told story and it became a very important tool for me to, if I can remove myself just a little bit sometimes even step behind a wall and I say to myself this is life this is what Hashem does everyone else is an actor okay Hashem is paying my son right now he's paying to be an actor who's annoying who's difficult who's pushing every button who am I in the face of this actor that's one of my tools that helps to into calm me The other is a deeper one that actually has to do with the work I actually do, the emotional wound work, and knowing the young one in me who's so deeply triggered by not being hurt, he won't listen to me, he doesn't hear me. So I have one in me who's triggered there as well. So that's a piece I can't fully share. That's about that woman actually knowing who she is and calming her very quickly. She's only five and she desperately wants to be heard by this eight-year-old, this nine-year-old, but it's okay, I'm the mommy. And does that refer back to, is that stemming from childhood trauma or stuff that happened, say, when you were five? For me, yes. And for everyone, that'll be different. For me, it's about becoming aware that if I'm this angry just because an eight-year-old's not listening to me, it's not just about me learning to control my needles. It's what is that? He's just doing his job. He's just misbehaving. So what's going on for me that I'm really that angry about? It's so funny. So he's yelling, so he's throwing, so he's melting. Why am I angry? So that comes from another place of work I've done. I still lose it. I still get angry, but then I come back to my work. So those are my two tools there. Then the tools for the way I want to deal with him. Every child is going to be particular, but with him, it's a lot of backing away, even if he's destroying stuff and just waiting till it passes and then addressing his behavior at night when I lay down with him at night. Can you tell us a little more, like, if you're comfortable, what does some of this behavior look like? Just so we can get a better sense of... I just spoke to my son for the first time ever. He's 11, asked me yesterday about other people knowing certain stuff about him. And he gave me permission to tell certain very private things to women like in this type of forum, but not to friends or people he knows here. So I still want to be a little careful since he's obviously become aware and it's made me more aware of yeah. that reality. He's getting better. He's working very hard on himself. But when he is disappointed, when something disappoints him, he can shout, push, throw things, break things. 
And it's something mm-hmm. that many families deal yeah. with, you know, and there are many kids who react this way. And, you know, and kids react, even if they might not like throw and break something, it can still be challenging. Regular tantrum, just not listening, just not eating, yeah. just getting out of bed over and over, right. even without the meltdown of it. Right. But even those behaviors, so all of it, what I do my best to do when I'm doing it right, when I'm not losing it, is to lay in bed with him at night and talk to him about what's going on for him. Hmm. I know how hard you work on yourself. What do you think was going on today? We're so angry. You seemed so hurt. What do you think that was about? And talk about it back and forth intertwined with the behaviors. The behaviors that he already knows from these types of conversations are attention-seeking behaviors that he feels like he's out of control. Also doing this so often that he genuinely expressed to me that he felt like, no, I really need help. I genuinely can't control it because I so badly don't want to be this way. And finally being open to going to see somebody to see a therapist. No, he wasn't Hmm. open when he was younger. Wow. You know, through this type of conversation in the evening that comes from my calm place and his calm place, invite him to get still, to invite him to breathe with me, to meditate with me a little bit there, to lay next to him and um, invite him to listen into his own heart when he says the words, I don't know. I don't know why I do it. And also for me to understand he really, to have that opportunity to give him space to talk about it, to see how badly he really wants to be different, how badly he really wants to be in charge of behavior and that he really can't be in the moment. And it helps me to be softer in the moment as well with him. Wow. So it sounds like you really have this incredible relationship, an open relationship where you found the space and the time to bond with him and address this challenge head on and in a way that feels okay to him to open up. But it sounds like it's taken many conversations and tell us about that process. Like if there are women watching this who are struggling, who are, you know, not sure like why their child is acting in a certain way or are having trouble like addressing it themselves or figuring out what to say to their child. Like what does that process look like of how to establish this connection so that one day they do open up and it makes things a little easier on everybody? Like I said from the beginning, I am blessed with extraordinary mentors. So from when he was quite young, about two years old, my mother-in-law already began to talk to him in this way. So, but most people I speak to didn't have this, you know, this particular blessing in their life to have someone guide them in this way with their child. And I would say that at any point, it's about, first of all, seeking what's the comfortable space for your child and you to have these conversations. Because it didn't start young, it might want to start with something special like a trip to the ice cream store together where you just take them out and say, you know, I just wanted to talk to you. I've noticed that you you know, when we fight, don't blame the child, you know, that when we get into it together, that when you lose your cool and then I lose your cool, it's like, there's no space for us to communicate. And I want to have a different relationship with you about it. I want us to be able to talk about it so that we can both grow. I know you don't like when you melt down. I know you don't like when you end up getting yelled at. I know I don't like when I yell at you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I want to find some place for maybe that we can start talking about it with each other. So I would start maybe by taking them for some, you know, you know what your kid likes, Mm -hmm. something like that. And then saying like, what, you know, asking the kid too, what, what could be a safe space for us to start talking to each other in this way? It's been years, but my son knows very clearly that it's bad. If I start to get angry at him and I start to lose it on him for doing something, he'll sometimes stop me and say, can we please talk about this at bedtime? It has taken a very, very long time and you have to keep coming back to it. But I'm saying you can start, he was also only two, so he didn't know where his safe space was. If you're talking to an older child who's maybe eight years old, you could say, do you think it would feel comfortable if we like snuggled in bed and talked about this in the evening? No yelling. 
just us talking. And be so careful because kids don't know. They might think you're inviting them to say, when would be a safe time for me to tell you off? Uh-huh. I don't know what they're hearing. This is going to be about us talking in a loving way to each other. This is about us going to be trying to, I really want to understand your heart more. I don't know that if I've taken the time to understand your heart enough about the reasons you behave the ways you behave. Maybe you don't know the reasons you behave the ways you behave. I don't know all the reasons I behave the ways I behave. And it's normalizing a little bit, a little bit and putting you and your child on a similar playing field in the sense that you're also revealing to them that you don't know everything about yourself. And also you don't like when you yell at them or you don't like when you behave in certain ways. And so it's giving that in itself is giving them permission to just be imperfect. We're all imperfect. Mm -hmm be imperfect. And it's teaching them that we will be working on ourselves as adults. Mm-hmm. You have to work on yourself. And I tell him, even though he's young, and I tell all the young people I work with when I work with young people, like, it's not like you see some kind of adult that you think you're going to be like, or I'm not going to be like my mom, or I am going to be like that person. And then you wake up one day like that. It's today. The choices you make today as a child, from the minute you understand right from wrong, become your responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, from right now to start seeing how can I make different choices for myself? And that's what some of these conversations are about. How can I make different choices for myself? How can you make different choices for yourself? We have code words also. We have code words that we make up during the safe time. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. But like he knows, I can tell him to take a hot shower that calms him down. Go ride your skateboard. There are some things that we agree on that will help calm him, right? And he has some words that he could say to me that are, because it's chutzpahed to tell your mom, stop yelling at me. And then you're in that battle too. You don't tell me I'm the pick. Huh? No, so maybe he could say like, be my hero. Because all I want to do is that when he grows up and they interview and say, how are you so, so successful through all the trials and tribulations? And he's going to say, my mother always believed in me. So he can say to me, be my hero. And you it know? just gives you a little sign that, okay. Although, wait a minute, why am I angry? He's just doing yeah. his job of being a naughty child. What a fascinating perspective. And this is why these conversations are so important. And they just open up our worlds a little more and reveal maybe some tips, some strategies, some relatability with other people going through similar stuff. And this is why this is so, so important. And thank you for opening up about this. And thank you to your son as well for letting us hear just a drop about his story because this can really, really help some of these mamas watching. So really, really appreciate it. And I know that I would love to talk more, but I want to keep these interviews short. I want to emphasize one other thing though really quickly. Yeah. I fail and fall down at this all the time. I fail and fall down at this all the time. I'm not saying that to my two negative affirmation, right? I just don't want it to sound like this is, oh, oh, well, she did a knife. It's not so. This, it's a work and it's a work and it's a work. And there's months I forget to do it. And it's a work and it's a work and it's a work. So thank you, first of all. But nobody should feel like, oh, yeah, something got it down. But it gets better and easier. Yeah. And there's always a way out. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. And I know you're offering an incredible gift to everyone watching. Can you just tell us in two seconds what that is? I offer a free half hour video. All the work I do is on video. I offer a free half hour video consultation. 
to people a couple of weeks, so you might have to wait for one a little bit. But I do offer it to anyone who's interested in hearing more about the work or anyone who thinks that I might even be able to help give them a few pointers or tips. And that's about marriage, intimacy, children, whatever it happens to be. It's all the same emotional wound work. So beautiful. And can we provide them that um my contact information separately and absolutely yep i will post all of the contact information so thank you so much rachel for coming thank on you so much for doing it yeah of course and everyone i'll see you next time bye what an awesome episode that was now i want to ground back in to the journeys mentorship for jewish women Because ladies, this is for you if you have a deeper calling, if you have something that is on your mind that you want to do, whether it's getting a degree or switching careers or starting your own business or starting a podcast or ladies being more present with your children. Yeah, that counts too. Or making dinner every night. You have a dream. It doesn't matter how big, doesn't matter how small, you can do it. And I am here for you. In the Journeys Mentorship, you get my handholding. You get my support every step of the way. For eight weeks, we take that and we get you started on your dream. We put together a plan and arm you with the accountability, the strategy, and the support that you need. Ladies, if this speaks to you, if you know you've got something that has got on your mind that has got to come to fruition in this world, sign up for Journeys, loveadventuremom.com backslash journeys, or have a call with me. I am here to talk you through to see if this is a good fit for you. And no, I don't say yes to everybody. I only want you to enroll in Journeys if I think and you think that you can do this that you can be successful and that you're up for the challenge. All right. I can't wait to see you there. Thank you for tuning in to the Two Mom Life podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please remember to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to learn more about me and my work helping moms feel filled up and in balance or helping moms integrate family adventures, big and small, into mom life, or to explore how we can work together, visit my website, loveadventuremom.com or find me on Facebook and Instagram at the handle loveadventuremom. Till next time, l'chaim to life.